the whole world is burning um and we're recording a podcast about star wars <laughs> about star wars because <laughs> like what else can you do um when the government is failing you then talk about what happens when the government fails you yeah special guest and and I think our people can hear that and (laughs) (laughs) they hear that there's not just two Sarahs here which is so fun do you want to introduce yourself real quick yeah hello everybody uh I'm Tyler Tang but my friends call me Lewin uh hello hi hi I always um we've been mutuals on Twitter for a bit and I always anytime I would see well and I think the association is also because of your Twitter profile. But when I think of you, I only think of Oscar Isaac. Um, because, oh. And, like, all I think is, like, Inside Llewyn Davis. Hell yeah. Like, uh, that's my brand. I am like, wearing an Oscar Isaac yeah, shirt, your shirt right now. The oh super my yucky. So Incredible. Perfect. So great. Oh, we love super yucky. Uh, there is a Oscar Isaac cardboard cutout right next to where I record. I can't show you right now. But <laughs> this is the best. Yeah. We believe. Please you. send a picture. We're, send a picture. We'll put it of you and Oscar Isaac. We'll put it up on the Patreon. Oh, totally. Just to okay. prove to prove to them <laughs> yes. that, that this is real. It's a little Poe Dameron. Yeah. Aw, I love it. Oh, I love that. Um, what do you What do you do? What do you What What are you all about? I know that's like the biggest <laughs> question ever. Um, who are you? Existential. <laughs> who am I? Uh, I'm a drifter. Um, just rolling around the galaxy um yeah i uh i uh i guess you can call me a film critic um a little bit aren't we all all? we're a little i'm a little amateur um but i got my start writing about like three years ago and so i guess i've like my twitter has mainly like been film twitter um so yeah i don't like to like brand myself like that because i just feel like that's like that's like a self-own if you like brag about (laughs) being it's like if you're like i'm big on film it's like like yourself an influencer like just massive self-own they don't know they don't know that i'm on film twitter but um (laughs) uh yeah no i i edit for uh i write and i edit for currently for film cred right now um Mm -hmm. It's a little baby publication that me and my friend Sarah have generously uh, spent a lot of time in making, and it's basically like a an open platform for any writer of any kind of skill level to come pitch to us and get their work published on a site. And we have a really strong community of like editors and like people that will help you pitch or like walk you through the ropes that are like. It's a re- like film criticism is a really tough industry to navigate, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. And so that space is for writers of all skill types to kind of like practice and like get their get their start somewhere. Uh-huh. Um, I and love that. Yeah, yeah that's, that's really cool. That's mainly what I've been focusing on lately. Uh, I also have another podcast, but <laughs> you don't need to listen to more <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> There's too many podcasts. It's too it's, many podcasts in this world, but we'll talk about it later. But so are Sarahs. <laughs> They're for us. <laughs> yes, apparently, too many Sarahs, too many podcasts. You never have enough of both. 
I love that. Um, we have a question that we ask um, all of our guests when we remember um, <laughs> here on the podcast, and it's just, why do you like movies? Like, what is your relationship with movies? How did you get here? What's all that about? Wow, that's... <laughs> A very loaded question, but I, uh, mm-hmm. I, well, I mean. We like giving our guests no time to prepare, so it's the most natural answer possible. Okay. <laughs> um, well, I've loved films ever since I was a little kid, but I feel like my relationship with the art form has grown the more that I grew up and the more that I mm-hmm. define my own taste and what I love about movies and uh, what I will say is that film is such an, an important and like such a special medium because mm. it really, it really is about people and artists capturing their own worldview and their own life experiences into mm-hmm. a, a movie. It's like a two-hour piece of art, you know, mm-hmm. and it will it allows other people to transport and empathize and see perspectives and things that they would have not have seen before in their own life. And I I think. It, because of that, it's such an inherently empathetic medium. Um, and I, yeah. I love that stuff. I love connection. I love stories about relationships and like how we navigate, how we exist against one another. Um, and films yeah. are the gateway to that, for sure. Yeah. I think that's definitely like a very popular kind of response. It's like, oh, the empathy, the connection, especially now more than ever. Yeah. You know, like, definitely need a little Absolutely. bit of that. I love that's- that. That's a that's a big reason why I like film. Um, that's a big mm-hmm. part of my answer for sure. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My main thing is always escapism. Yeah. <laughs> like I like to pretend that I'm in a different life sometimes. <laughs> yes. Um, how does that translate? And I think this is something I want like all of us to kind of talk towards. Is like how does that translate for all of us to specifically Star Wars films? Mm-hmm. Like what is our relationship with Star Wars oh, as man. a universe? <laughs> Star <laughs> Wars. So, my thing with Star Wars is that it's, I love it, it is the dumbest thing in the world sometimes, but, like, (laughs) even when it's, like, terrible and stupid and the most, like, dorky thing ever, um, my favorite thing about Star Wars is that it, even, like, intentionally or not intentionally, like, it's just this big open universe where, like, everybody is significant, everybody has an action figure, uh, a backstory, yeah. a name, or something, and it, it it's it's a it's a big universal story about humanity struggles and humanity's relationships to one another, but also just about like how we grow and like how how each generation we're all leading to like to something greater, you know, mm-hmm. um, and that's what I love about Star Wars. That's what I think the best Star Wars movies can accomplish, or like the best like you know, the best Star Wars things can accomplish. It's just this sense Mm -hmm. that um, we're all people going into a larger world and our relationships are what define us. And I think that's a common theme that you see, like, in throughout, like, every single Star Wars thing that is popular, I guess. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, I I tend to agree. Um, I mean, I haven't ever viewed it in the... You know, it's always been treated with such reverence, which is weird or not maybe not even (laughs) always but like in the even in like the 2010s it's been treated with this really strange reverence like it's not goofy as all hell yeah Uh, (laughs) and and like i'm so glad that i guess we're kind of swinging back toward being able to make fun of it because that's a lot of the reason i like a lot of the stuff that i like like 
Twilight is a whole meme on this show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, it, I mean, because it's goofy. Uh, so I do like that. And I think I think Star Wars is just a really big, fun playground for talented people to play on. Um, so you get people like Ryan Johnson um, who can make something so incredible. Or you get mm. people like J.J. Abrams who can... <laughs> Also make things. Also he, make he, things. He does. Yes. He do be making things. Um, and, <laughs> but it's just like a really cool playground for people to make new stuff that's really cool. Um, and that's why I mm. dig it. I see your point. It's like yeah. playing with toys almost. Yeah, yeah. literally. Yeah. I mean. Which is just literally what even like the original, like that's just what all the behind the scenes look like. It's like a bunch of lovely little doofuses playing with little toys and it's like yeah. a beautiful incredible thing <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's so great the my dad told me recently that the first movie that they ever showed me um as a child was in fact a new hope wow and i just am like oh i love that for me <laughs> <laughs> that's so great because like my like star wars has always been a thing that i've shared with my dad um and like then my siblings too but not like nearly as much um and so like yeah i grew up with star wars and it was just like like yeah like i grew up with star wars watched the prequels as they were coming out and like had this like and of course like it's it's just morphed with like every part of my life is like a new thing like, it was like oh i love the prequels when i was like a little kid and then like i learned mm-hmm. more about just like you know movies and storytelling <laughs> and then as i grew up i was like well these kind of suck but i still loved them as a kid and that's <laughs> fine and yeah. like yeah and then it just keeps like morphing and shifting and um and at some point star wars turned into like a thing that was synonymous with christmas and like that was like a whole new thing um and yeah like it just keeps like shifting and changing and it's something that like has like stood the test of time in general yeah but even still just in my life like there's not a lot of things that i was introduced to when i was a child that i still love yeah um and so it's just kind of fascinating that like star wars has stuck around in that way i don't think my dad would have ever allowed it to be anything other than that but (laughs) um but yeah and i i I don't even have like that same kind of like relationship with like because i was also introduced to like lord of the rings very young and the narnia books very Mm -hmm. young and still as much as like i love those like it's still not quite the same Mm -hmm. as star wars there's Um, almost this like everlasting quality to star wars you know it's kind of like an artifact that our parents passed down to us and like general we'll just keep continuing the cycle and it's it's really interesting that like if you look at star wars and analyze it from like a wig big like wide angle lens like that that's ultimately what Star Wars is about. It's about generations as well. Like, yeah. And well, I guess we'll get into that when we. Uh... Yes. yes, we will. <laughs> yeah. Yes. My relationship's a little different in that I actually did not get very into Star Wars until The Force Awakens came out. Like, we mm. had a VHS of Attack of the Clones that I watched a couple <laughs> times and was like, hey, yeah. you know. If Attack yeah. of the Clones is your intro yeah. to Star Wars, you know, you're not going to get super fanatical about it. <laughs> right. And so then I, because, I mean, I was bored by it, honestly. And so then w- once I watched... Oh, I have some opinions, but we'll get into Once that. I watched <laughs> The Force Awakens, I, like, actually 
connected the dots and then mm. went back and watched everything and then loved the last jedi so much and then sat through the yeah. discourse and then yeah and then hard you know, time to be on there. twitter yeah mm-hmm. they talk a lot about that in terms of like like i know a lot of people say kind of that concept with like um like with older shows like i'm thinking even of like one tree hill i don't know why i thought one tree <laughs> hill, but i am because there was like a whole thing where there was like one tree hill and then there's like nothing One Tree Hill, and then it like started streaming on Netflix, and then suddenly you had like a whole new influx of like fans right. who like were able to experience it like all over again. Yeah. Um, and I feel like not that One Tree, <laughs> not that One Tree Hill and Star Wars are one and the same, <laughs> but I mean, and you could say that with a lot of things, right? Like you could say that with like when they put Gilmore Girls on Netflix or like yeah. Friends or like, you know, like just any like cult following thing where like it wasn't accessible to everyone all at the same time. Um, and then people just kind of were reminded of it. And then there's like a resurgence. Like, that's kind of mm-hmm. nice. I don't know. Yeah. I yeah. Agree. It's really nice. Um, so Sarah Hanlosher, would you like to explain what it is that we are doing today? Today we are making a tier list of all of the Star Wars properties that we found to be relevant to S.W.O.R.D. Uh, <laughs> it's quite a few of them. But and some that aren't relevant but necessary. And some that aren't I relevant but are necessary. Yes. <laughs> they need to be here. So yes. the tiers are as follows, and then as we go along, I guess chronologically ish, um, we'll sort the movies into these tiers. Mm. And the and the T V and the video games and the whatever else. Um, so our bottom tier, which, you know, may be a misnomer, uh, based on pre recording chats, we will see. Um, <laughs> is called Reserved for a Solo a Star Wars Story um, because it is the worst. Um, <laughs> but we'll get into that later. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, then the next tier up is just a lot of unintelligible shrieking in space. I had like mm. Jar Jar Binks in mind when I was writing that. <laughs> um, again, not trying to predict where things are going to go. Um, this is a completely unbiased tier naming system. Yeah, and also obviously. some of the tiers just mean different things than others, right? So, so like, right, we yeah. got the the light blue tier is George Lucas, your racism is showing, sweaty. Um, <laughs> you know, just things yeah. that are really marred by, like, racist depiction. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or just that. You know. We know exactly what's going there. It's a little right. bit plagued. Um, it's at least uh, the next tier up is it's at least better than the prequels. Um, so probably won't be any prequels above that line, but I don't know. <laughs> Again, we will see. We will um, see. So the the next tier up is like an homage to this meme that uh, the best Star Wars character has you had about. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yes. Has, uh, <laughs> OMFG Glupshido is back. God bless. And um, that is in reference to if you if our listeners don't know, it's in reference to a meme about how Star Wars fans see promo for anything and they're <laughs> just like really excited about the dumbest characters. I yeah, <laughs> I I be. could honestly write a piece about how like Glupshido is like <laughs> It, at this point, it's a way that you can criticize Star Wars. It's like it's like it has evolved 
language wise, it's not a meme anymore. It, it's a it's concept. It's a beautiful moment in history, honestly. <laughs> yeah. It's like a, yeah. Everybody yeah. knows I, what you mean by And I made it tier three because I'm like, okay, so it's better yes. than stuff that's better than the prequels, but it's very corporate. Like mm-hmm. obvious, or it's like you know, you know, capitalist. Mm-hmm. Um, so then the, the next one up, this is the second from the top tier, is sometimes capitalism good? Question <laughs> mark. Yeah. Um, and that to me is just like you know stuff that seems to clearly pander, but is also very good. And then the top tier is things that are as good as the throne room scene in the Last Jedi, because to me. And maybe this is me being biased as a, as a newish Star Wars fan. That is like one of the coolest things things that's ever happened in Star Wars. And um, as a longtime just... fan, you you are correct. Good. <laughs> as an also longtime fan, you are very correct. Yeah. We're all we're all on the same page for something. Perfect. So great. Good. Okay. Great. As long as we've established that. Just imagine if I came can... on this podcast and I was a Last Jedi hater and you just didn't know. <laughs> I feel like we vetted. We we have been Twitter followers of you for long enough that we would have never asked you to do this. We, like, we knew. We were like, does he like Joker? Is he Last Jedi hater? Like, what are the, what are, yes. Yeah. We're like, he runs out of context Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. He's fine. Yeah. So <laughs> we did make a two hour episode about that. Yes. Um, yes, by accident. Okay, we ready to get started? So I feel like it should be noted that as much as I have um, watched the films my entire life and have rewatched and rewatched and rewatched, I have never seen any Star Wars creation other than... I've never experienced a Star Wars creation other than the films. Perfect. Because when I was growing up, my dad ingrained into my brain that unless it's a movie, it's not real. Like, it's not canon. <laughs> and so because of that, I, like, I don't know if it's just, like, this... Sub, like, it's, you know, when a parental figure tells you something, you apparently <laughs> believe it to be true. Yeah. And so I'm, like, it's TV shows, books, video games, not my Star Wars. <laughs> so... <laughs> So I will be referring to literally anyone else for any decision-making process on anything other than the films. You know what? It's all good. <laughs> Maybe I have some convincing to do, too. Maybe you oh, do. Yeah. Maybe the, your work here today is to reverse everything my father ever instilled <laughs> in me, which is probably fair. Yeah. Sarah, that's your therapist <laughs> job. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, all right. Okay, so should we start... When I ask about starting chronologically, it's difficult, right? Because I don't know if we mean like right. No, we're let's talk like like release date chronologically. Okay. Our time. I would say so too. Chronologically, yeah. Yeah. not Star Wars. The time. only correct way. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. so we're gonna start with the OG, A New Hope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So mm. so how do we feel about this? As good as the throne room scene, it's inarguable. It is my favorite Star Wars really? movie. It is, yeah. I um, I think everything that Star Wars is bleeds back to this movie. And, like, mm. there are many things, like, obviously, like, yes, we have, we've, there's, time has been on. There, there have been works that have almost surpassed A New Hope, but not quite yet. You know, it's just this... It's just this simple and beautiful movie about growing up and going out into the world and meeting new people and finding a belief system. And it's like, it's a perfect coming of age film. It, you know, I just, mm. I 
think everything that Star Wars is is trying to emulate a new hope, you know? Fascinating. Every... That's true. And yeah. that's what... I... Oh, Sarah? No, I was just... I, well, you you go ahead. Well, that's... I, I think that's true, and that's the criticism that The Force Awakens got, was, like, it's just a rerun of A New Hope, and I was like, damn, I should really watch A New Hope then, because I really dug that. <laughs> <laughs> that was super fun. Um, I have that's... a good counter-argument for that criticism of The Force Awakens, but we'll, uh, we'll get there when we get there. Yeah, I... Yeah. Agree. I, I was my instinct was to put it in sometimes capitalism good Ooh. because be, and I think this is just because I'm in the anticipation of what is my personal favorite Star Wars film and so therefore because of that I'm like New Hope everything you said is absolutely correct however I just think that there's better and so when I like when when I'm anticipating like, I don't know I don't know if I should be making my decision making skills like anticipating the future but uh-huh. um but I just I just don't think it's the best and therefore I'm hesitant to put it at the very top even though arguably it does deserve to be at the very top hmm. um but I just don't think that it's it's the the peakest of the Star Wars okay films LA mm-hmm. Sarah I'm interested in your input uh, I mean, a tiebreaker, if you will. It's hard, right? Because I think the original Star Wars was lower budget than any of the subsequent Star Wars. And probably, I mean, I don't know how merch sales were back um, in the 70s. But I imagine they didn't make, like, like Disney money, you know? And so yeah. I wonder, um, I wonder if that one's... Because it's not as commodified, you know. Um, yeah. In in as it lives at, at that release, so I would say top tier. Um, and I mean, we can go mm-hmm. ahead and be annoying and put all the originals in top tier. Um, <laughs> like, that's also a fair assessment. But it's very yeah. Luke heavy for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and Luke being my least favorite <gasps> Star Wars character. I know. I know. Wow. <laughs> like, I know. Not my least favorite. There are definitely worse. But, like, Luke really gets on my nerves. I and can understand, like, Luke he's the heavy. protagonist. He has, like, the... Uh-huh. He has the main character syndrome. So, you know, all the side Right. Characters. So, yeah. here's my, right, here's my analogy for why Luke also irritates me. Um, is that Luke is to Leia as Hillary Clinton is to Bernie Sanders. <laughs> oh, this hot What cake. just happened? <laughs> like Leia should have been the one, is what I'm saying. <laughs> I um I agree, but so Harley's uh, been included. So that's that all you're... the. I don't. Know. <laughs> you're right, Leia. Absolutely. That's a lot to analyze. The chosen that's one. a lot to unpack. <laughs> <laughs> but Bernie and Hillary never kissed. So <laughs> we hope that we know of. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know. Who is okay, so like if that never mind, I don't want to continue this analogy. Cause then I'm like, okay, so who's like Han Solo? This is like, slippery slope. Like, yeah. Yeah. Right, right, right. Like we all know who Vader is, but it's like who's everyone else? You know? We should have had uh, an extra incest here. An incest here. Oh, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll leave it at the top. I think it's deserved. Okay, I'm I'm okay. I'm not like mad about it. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. all right. I will say so. that that's the only original trilogy I could argue for the top. I think. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, we'll move on. Let's argue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so Empire Strikes Back is next. Top tier. Top tier of anything. Any Star Wars list ever. Top tier. Above New Hope. <laughs> okay. Which I know, yes, which I know is the most, like, basic white boy thing I could ever say in my life. <laughs> um, is that, like, Empire Strikes Back is, like, just above, like, everything else. But, like, it's just true. Like, from the, like, very like beginning all the way up until the end it's just and like and obviously there's a lot of like there's there's a lot of like um i saw someone tweet once that like i wish i could watch star wars without knowing that like the twist mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and like obviously it's like uh whatever but like and i don't remember the moment that i saw the twist because of how i was a child <laughs> and i think that like i just watched it and was like whoa okay but mm-hmm. like I just think that, like, within the context of, like, this universe and, like, just film and writing a villain and writing this family and writing the Skywalker saga, like, the Empire Strikes Back film is perfect. Like, there is no flaw Mm -hmm. to me in that movie. And even the flaws just, like, if there are flaws, they just, like... They're seasoning. <laughs> they just make it better. Um, like, everything about Empire Strikes Back to me is perfect. From, like, Princess Leia to, like, even Han. Like, to, like, Luke is less annoying in Empire <laughs> Strikes Back. Like, and then he gets annoying again and, like, whatever. But, like, Empire Strikes Back to me is, like, top tier Star Wars. Okay, well, you sold me. <laughs> Amazing. I just think that, like, they can be both there together. I think I think it's really interesting that Empire Strikes Back did do something different. Like, mm. like it has a really, it has a relatively dark ending and, like, is, mm. you know, it's, it's mm-hmm. a tone shift, I feel like, um, which is an interesting choice. And a lot of people did hate the ending if i remember right. correctly when it came out yeah and then at the time empire strikes back was like very panned uh mm-hmm. and a lot of fans mm-hmm. were like very angry at it um which <laughs> very ironic yes. which is yeah i think like that's the whole thing right is that like uh-huh. yeah like it's fascinating that like i i can't think of star wars as like a thing with like that is that I don't know, like, I can't think of Empire Strikes Back as, like, only the second thing to ever have exist of Star Wars. (laughs) Like, it's hard to imagine a world like that, but that was a world. Yeah. Was that, like, A New Hope was, like, oh, like, what what is this? And then the sequel, right? Like, I can't, I don't know why, I can't, like, think of Empire Strikes Back as, like, Star Wars the sequel. (laughs) But, like, it was. Mm -hmm. Um, And as with a lot of sequels, there's, like, a lot of hope built up and a lot of like excitement um and then out of nowhere they're like what just happened you know yeah Mm -hmm. um one thing i will add on to is and this is not a discredit to empire strikes back's like quality or whatever Mm -hmm. um i uh i do think sometimes modern filmmakers do look at empire strikes back and they, like, have very clear inspirations from that movie. Oh, yeah. Sometimes they take the wrong lessons from Empire Strikes yes. Back. Um, mm-hmm. It's not Empire's fault, though. <laughs> yeah, it's not Empire's to... fault, though. No, 100%. <laughs> I agree. I watched it, in like, so many times, like, last year yeah. because it was the 40th anniversary of that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's perfect. It's iconic. Like, most of the things that we 
recognized from the original trilogy actually come from Empire Strikes Back and not, like, the other two films. So, yeah, I agree for its place there. I was maybe arguing because, like, I don't know. Some It's not my personal favorite for some uh, reason. I, which it, is okay, yeah. It's, it's still top tier. It's still, like, my top three. That's saying a yeah. lot. But mm-hmm. I was it's like, maybe not, maybe... I don't know. But you sold me. Yes. You sold me with your argument. Great. So. <laughs> I hope that these are the two that we spend the most time on, because we're definitely half an hour in, and we're two movies on the chart. Ah, it's all good. Okay. Like, it's all good. Uh, um, okay, this so... This is going to turn into our Spider-Verse episode all over again. <laughs> That's fine. Um, so you, uh, turning... Star Wars opinions are very loaded. You, you true. Take, it, yes. take into account for that. Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. Return of the Jedi. I... Mm. It's not as good as the throne room <laughs> Just scene a big in, of, in The Last Jedi. I would say that. Um, yeah. Um, on my personal list, this movie falls, and I'm not going to spoil it, but on my personal list, this movie falls below a couple of newer ones. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, uh, I agree. It's never been my favorite. Yeah. I think the choices... I love everything about the ending of The Return of the Jedi. And I love like the way that it wraps up the the luke's like luke's arc and everything that we're invested in right but mm-hmm. i hate the way that it treats leia i hate the way yes. that it um it's leia at her worst it's leia at her worst i hate the jabba's palace it takes way too much of the movie oh. um and there's it's, a lot that i don't like yeah if i'm watching return <laughs> yes. of the jedi it's because i'm rewatching the whole series it's not usually mm-hmm. i'm yeah. watching it yes. by itself um yes. that said I would at least put it glup shitto. Ah. Mm. Yeah. I was going to say, mid, like, anywhere in, like, the mid-tiers. Yeah. Like, I was yeah. almost going to say, like, better than the prequels. But, like, sure. Like, yeah, it's I was, still a classic. I, I was know. thinking better than the prequels as well. Uh-huh. Um, but, I mean, glup shitto, that counts, right, too? Because it's, like, they brought in the Ewoks, right. which was a capitalistic choice. Yeah. <laughs> also, Salacious B. Crumb, my favorite... Yeah. <laughs> very club shadow character uh, max that rebo movie is full of, is is full of club shadows <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah return like, of the jedi is. is is a club shadow movie max rebo band <laughs> like there's so many so many there's yeah. everything i love it it's a reference to itself the entire movie <laughs> yes. so good okay okay Perfect. all right good that was easy moving on up uh that i think we go to prequel now mm-hmm. yes and then we'll talk uh, tv and such uh, yes. Prequels okay. might be easy for us. Yeah. Episode. Ah, uh, there is one that I'm anticipating a debate, but it's fine. Okay. okay. <laughs> the Phantom Menace is mm. either in George Lucas, your racism is showing sweaty, or just a lot of unintelligible <laughs> shrieking in space. Well, isn't it just shrieking though? Like that's the whole movie. Just a lot of shrieking. <laughs> a lot of talking. A lot of shrieking. A lot of talking. Yeah. Um. I uh, I want to argue maybe George Lucas, your racism is showing because uh-huh. okay. I I don't hate the prequels. I, I will say this: it's fun. Yeah, Phantom Menace is a fun time. Yeah, there's a lot of things like basically my uh, my general opinion of the prequels is that they are very much not corporate products. They are like George Lucas's mm. vision, one hundred percent. Yeah. In bad or good. <laughs> yes. Um, and beautiful racist vision. <laughs> beautiful racist <laughs> vision. But, but he was telling a genuine story about, like, power mm. structures and the way that, like, yeah. the way that fascism That's takes fair. over. Um, you know, and it it's marred by the way that he portrays... <laughs> 
could it have been done better? I mean, yes. 100%. <laughs> he was, Anakin is essentially a kid caught in the, in the right-wing pipeline on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, fair. 100%. That's um, fair. Watch his there are really fun things about that. Like, one of the best villains, like, ever. Maul. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, literally, like, the coolest, like, everyone was like, I would like to be that for Halloween. Thank you. Yeah. Like, perfect. And then, like, pod racing. Who doesn't yeah. love pod racing? <laughs> it's a fun movie. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. I think I'm that okay tier, that. those two tiers are the only ones that it makes sense. And for, for me, I would say George mm. Lucas, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So now right. on to episode two, Attack of the Clones. I have a statement I would like to say. <laughs> okay. I'm okay. putting it where I please, think it belongs. Please hear <laughs> every statement. word of this statement because and it means exactly what I mean for it to mean. I believe that this movie is the most underrated Star Wars film. Wow. Period. <laughs> and by that I mean that I believe in general, societally, I'm not saying it's, like, a great film. I'm just saying that I believe every other, like, episode is, like, adequately rated, right? Like, mm-hmm. the way that society considers them is about how they should, you know? Like, everything, I'm like, okay, like, everyone thinks it's bad, fair, it's pretty bad. Or everyone thinks it's a masterpiece, that's fair, it's pretty much a masterpiece. But I believe that Attack of the Clones gets so much hate for no reason i think it's better it's not incredible but it's so much better than what people think it is and i just i just love it it was my comfort movie growing up like when i chose to watch when all i had was the originals and the prequels the movie i would pick to put in our little vhs player was in fact this movie wow (laughs) yes I have never heard anybody argue for Italian <laughs> I know. Clones. Me either. Um, two words. I counted that wrong. It's like four words. Three <laughs> words. We'll count after I say it. Um, a few words. <laughs> Padme, arena battle. Like, literally, that's all. It's like the best, like, battle in most of Star Wars history, I believe. Yeah. See, See, Padme in this movie gives me big pedo vibes, so... <laughs> uh, yeah, it's really cool. I mean, that's also, like, that's fair. <laughs> I also remember being, like, so confused as a child, because I was like, how did Anakin grow up so fast? Like, I was just very, very confused. <laughs> my, um... Like, my, this is not... This is, like, my... If you look at my letterbox ranking on Star Wars, like, this is the second film i hate the most um i can tell you exactly so i'm very sorry to say but i do think it belongs in the unintelligible shrieking in space Mm. in Um, my rank of 11 movies this ranks seventh Ooh! wow yeah (laughs) okay i kind of get it though because sometimes like there's a mediocre movie that you like and it gets a little too much hate and then you feel like you need to defend it yeah (laughs) that's fair yeah Uh, that's what i'm saying though is i'm not saying it deserves hate it definitely does yeah but i don't think it deserves that much hate yeah (laughs) like i think there are definitely star wars films that deserve that level of hate and this is not one of them i respect your attachment i think just for me i when i watch this movie cloud planet it's it feels like nonsense sometimes it does i think it's kind of beautiful too I think it's beautiful. I think the um This is the, the Sandline movie, Sarah. 
the um Obi-Wan the, is hot. Like, I'll give it he uh, has a very that is hot beard. Exactly. Yeah. I um, mean and then the scene there's a lot of like angsty Anakin too, which is like everyone's least favorite, like favorite <laughs> yeah. Anakin, which like I love a good angsty Anakin. Um but like there's also the like the like conveyor belt in a factory like scene that's just like so beautiful and so tense you're like oh how's she gonna get out of there and then she does like that's pretty cool and then like yeah just like like anakin and obi-wan arguing in the middle of like this like like trap that they're in and then they look over and it's like padme's got it all figured out because she's like fun and like and it's just I and i understand that george lucas does not know how to write women that is true and so i think that that's like like something we can never hold him to <laughs> i'm just looking at i'm looking at your face and then i'm looking at the other sarah's face as you're talking and it's just, it's, a, it's a meme it's like it's i just it's just I'm a little befuddled that's all to be i'm just here for it to argue uh, for, to argue for it to be i know it's a prequel i want it to be in the better than the no <laughs> i'm sorry oh, we have to shut no. you down for that I'm i don't so think it deserves sorry. to be as low as you have it where you have it in like it's i i just I just don't, I think it's, you know, it's just. <laughs> okay, George Lucas is a racist. We'll make that compromise okay. for you. I will not go any higher. Thank yeah. you. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> okay, and finally, uh, Revenge of the Sith. I like this movie quite a bit. I don't know yeah. about you guys. Um, I would mm. say better it's than the prequels. Yeah. <laughs> you can this gets better than the prequels? <laughs> yes! And the doesn't? <laughs> Obviously! I, here's my argument. Retur- uh, Revenge of the Sith is the closest that George Lucas gets to accomplishing his vision for the prequels. And it, it's... Okay, it's, that's fair. It's still marred by the other prequel issues. Like, obviously, the dialogue is still stilted. The di- like, the direction's a little bit all over the place. But mm-hmm. this is the closest you get. There's a very genuine yeah. emotional impact that this movie makes that impacts the rest of the films in, mm-hmm. in a v- positive way um and I t- yeah i tend I to like agree Obi-Wan. Yeah. <laughs> this is mm-hmm. obi-wan obi-wan in it is good um i will say i did make a definitive top 10 hottest star wars characters list once mm-hmm. um i'll send it to you after the recording um <laughs> and very specific like there was a very specific spot in there for um, nightmare Anakin. Um, <laughs> and so, like, fair. <laughs> yeah. If Return of the... If Revenge of the Sith did not exist, then all those Stanikins on Twitter would not exist either. No. That's... Yeah. yeah. Also, that's fair. And they also... I mean, you wouldn't have incredible memes like... Like, the entire final scene of... <laughs> it is a meme. You're yes. supposed to destroy the Sith, not join them. I, I mean... <laughs> It's it is more iconic in my opinion than any of the other prequels. I feel attacked. <laughs> it's nothing personal. It's okay. Like you it's and, just also I would just like to throw fallen. in that you and McGregor in this movie was my childhood crush 100%. I that's mean fair. Yeah. That's fair. Need to pay respect. I mean yeah. That's fair. And uh I mean this is probably where Kylo Ren got his hairstyle. So, I mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Indy Sarah's going to strike vengeance for yes. I just don't. I, yeah, that's. I, <laughs> I, I, Padme is just awful that in this entire movie. 
movie. I can't stand this that. is her worst movie. She just yeah, it is a she's barely there, but then when she's there, she's just like sad. She can't <laughs> she can't be a factor in how I feel about these movies because again, mm. it feels like she falls in love with someone she used to babysit, and that's weird. <laughs> that's really weird. <laughs> um, couldn't be me. Uh, Indy, Sarah, you, there's good news if you love Padme, uh, but we'll get to it later. There's okay. There's hope. There's a lot of Padme stuff that you could dig into uh, when okay, I argue great. for extended universe. Okay, great, awesome. Okay, so next, I. Okay, we're going by Let's release go Force date. Awakens. So Force Awakens. Yeah. Um. I think Force Awakens is in probably sometimes capitalism good, but I could argue I for agree. higher. Um. I don't think I can argue for higher. Yeah. Um, but I'm fine with capital because honestly, like at base level, uh, it did have capitalism stri- really going for it. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, like they really leaned into the capitalism on that yeah. one. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, I I can share some perspective on uh, Force Awakens, and I I think that is the tier it belongs to. Mm-hmm. I don't think it could go higher because after rides of skywalker and after like looking at this sequel trilogy as a whole the force awakens was like the the star wars movie that made me fall in love with star wars again as an adult (laughs) and it it made so many of my friends and peers like it is the reason why i am on twitter with my friends right now it's like Mm -hmm. it is the the catalyst for for so many things and so it will always mean the most for for me but uh it's definitely marred back by like Mm -hmm. this is a movie that asks a lot of questions and doesn't have any answers to them that Um, that does make me sad because i really do the rise of skywalker especially if like if you did become a star wars fan because of the force awakens the rise of skywalker is just such a fucking slap in the face yeah Mm -hmm. um excuse me Excuse me, Sarah. Um, <laughs> I have stopped editing this podcast, so whatever like profanities you say, you're just gonna be here. Okay, Sorry perfect. to all of the children, um, um. but it's just such a slap in the face because it really doesn't yeah. answer anything in a satisfying manner. It mm-hmm. takes what essentially Ryan Johnson left J.J. Abrams in a very easy place to go from yeah. at the end mm-hmm. of. Um, the last yeah. Jedi. I guess we'll talk more about this later, but yes. yeah, um, it is somewhat tainted by, um, by the rest of the trilogy. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think that like isolated, like on its own, I just like, I agree. Like when it first came out, I just was like, this is magic. I forgot mm-hmm. about the magic and mm-hmm. like, it's back. Like, wow. Um, and that's still true. Like that, like didn't go away just because, you know, everything else got mm-hmm. bad. <laughs> But, yeah, I am fine with it. I'm fine with it being there. Um, I am concerned about what that means in its relation to, um, like, this next film coming up. Oh, well, Um, I mean, I think it's obvious that The Last Jedi should go in the as good as the throne room scene in The Last Jedi. Right, okay. 100%. I'm glad we all agree. I was scared that we were going to put it under, and that then I wanted to argue for The Force Awakens to then go one more lower, because there's no oh, way no I way. allow it to be on the same level. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. Great. Yeah, so The Last That's Jedi, yes. to me, was like, the. I mean, I left that theater stunned. Like, I left, I left yeah. The Force Awakens with a big old grin on my face, but I left The Last Jedi like, holy crap, that was like an actually good movie. Like, that wasn't mm-hmm. just, ooh, let me go see the Star Wars this year. That was, like, 
oh my gosh, I want to go watch it three more times so I can see that <laughs> moment where um, where Laura Dern freaking goes into oh. hyperspeed through the ship. Yep. I want to watch that in theaters oh ten God. more times. That is magic. That is so yes. freaking good. I was, mm-hmm. yes. I was, yes. I was like, I get it. I get the whole Star Wars yes. thing. I get it. This movie is absolutely sick. Mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. nothing but good things to say about it. And I would almost argue, I know this is like an interesting, like not a lot of people would say this, but I would almost argue like, yes, it was like part of what I love so much is that obviously it's a good film like on its own, but it's a really good film in relation to being the follow-up to Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Like in a way that Force Awakens made me feel like, oh, I'm back home. Then like it was followed up by like, all right, now like, challenge everything and like in the best way possible which is so weird that people consider this movie such a stark contrast from force awakens because i in my opinion it plays beautifully as a sequel to Mm -hmm. the force awakens yes it's a beautiful pairing it's a beautiful just overall all the themes that i am invested in in star wars which is just generational conflict this is like this is these kids are the future like yeah. The, the Last mm-hmm. Jedi executes those themes in such a sophisticated way that made mm-hmm. me realize, like, wow, not only this does this thing that I loved as a kid, like, not only do I like it now as an adult, but it holds so much truth and impact into, mm-hmm. like, how I view the world, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, which is very sad that <laughs> what yes. we're going to talk about afterward, but yeah, we but can like, praise I... Last Jedi, like, forever. You know? Yeah, and I'll yes. even, you know, the common criticism is when they go to the casino planet, which for some reason I'm brain dead and can't remember the name of. Canto um, Bite. Thank you. When they go to Canto Sorry, Bite. Sorry, I didn't mean to correct you. <laughs> no, no, no that helps. That's what um, you're here for. God bless. I was asking. Um, <laughs> so a lot of people criticize that scene. I think that scene is a great moment of, like, considering an issue that should be talked about in any movie with wars in the name like yeah. like yes. sorry like, that is a theme here watching this war play out yes yeah. war profiteering like, I'm sorry have you lived in the united states at mm-hmm. all yeah and maybe that's why people who love classic star wars hated it because they don't realize mm. that the empire is space nazis yeah there <laughs> tricks this whole are time. <laughs> a lot of like classic star wars fans that don't see the deeper yes. meanings of this mm-hmm. stuff and yeah. That is a criticism of nerd culture as a whole, I would say. Yeah, um, definitely. But definitely. Um, another thing for me is, like, there's a lot of people kind of... I mean, there's valid criticism in that, like, Finn was sidelined for mm-hmm. the second half yes, of the sequel that trilogy. is my main... Yeah, yeah, that's, like, my main problem. Because yeah. Finn could have been used so much better (laughs) it's well his okay his complex to me is very similar to the issue with leia in the originals it's like Mm. this is a person who's been shown to be force sensitive or at least have something going on that's Mm -hmm. jedi-ish and and then they just leave them with nothing to do and i don't Mm -hmm. know if it's because there's so many threads that get started and i think that fan service does Mm. come into play a lot mm-hmm. of the time and you can see that clearly because it's clear that jj abrams opened up reddit and yeah. watched people complain about the last jedi and then mm-hmm. did everything opposite in the next movie we're going to talk <laughs> about um mm. did, just did everything that these stupid reddit users told him to do and um mm-hmm. and, and then skipped over to wattpad and checked out some raylo fix um <laughs> no but he just like it's 
The Last Jedi is yeah. so freaking good. And yes. It is. I, we could do a whole podcast about that. But. Before we move on, I do have a comment on, like, Finn's arc, I guess, in general. Is, um, yes. Yeah. He, uh... I do agree that he was sidelined from a major character, like he was on the poster of The Force Awakens, yeah. to a minor character in The Last Jedi, and in, sequel, like, you know, in Rise of Skywalker as well. But mm-hmm. my argument is a lot of people just don't like his arc, period, and I do think his arc at least leads to something that J.J. could have, like, you know, it was it was more J.J.'s responsibility yeah. to, like, make right. Finn's arc a complete arc, you know? Because, like, there's genuine really really good stuff here about Finn, like, learning what alliances are, like, what, like, why does it matter to fight for the resistance, you know? Um, And that's, like, the number one moral question about Canto Bite. That's, like, why why does it matter to fight for these people? And Mm -hmm. Finn goes through that, and Rose is his, like, moral moral compass. And it's (laughs) a very great arc with him defeating Captain Phasma and, like, coming into his own and, like, realizing, like, this is my place in the universe right now. Like, this is what I should be doing. Um, and right. it's a very easy, like, through line to a Stormtrooper rebellion that never got realized. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I feel like sometimes we little rag on the middle movie a little too much because yeah. overall, like, a trilogy is a trilogy, you know? Like, the third movie should have yeah. been the one to, like, address all these issues yeah and that but i mean it's just like history repeating itself yeah (laughs) yeah i mean and that to me is why i think this next movie should be in the reserve for solo a star wars story tier and i mean Mm. that yeah this is so when i said that there are a couple of uh new movies that attack of the clones is above in my ranking um (laughs) this is this is one of the movies that it is above. i don't know mm, it could also be a lot of unintelligible shrieking in space because that's where it, I would. It yeah. is a ton of that. I mean, oh my goodness! It is a lot. Of- uh, well, I there, I yeah. didn't know that we were doing this because I I I thought that reserved for solo Star Wars story was literally just for solo a Star Wars story. <laughs> <laughs> no, other things can go there mm, for that's sure. Fair. Oh, okay. Um, this is the worst Star Wars film in my opinion. Like the mm. worst. Like. Okay. It never it has. We can put it. I will not be mad. If we put it very <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I'm giving it like grace because in my ranking there are like three more under it, but like, okay. it is awful. This but is... it's it's more like everything at the bottom of my personal list is like same level, like bad. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> this is the first time I've ever walked out of a Star Wars thing, like movie, seeing mm. it in theaters and being like, this is genuinely artless. Like this, this is yeah. the only Star Wars movie I've only seen once. <laughs> I've only yeah, seen it twice. Yeah, I literally have never rewatched it because I just didn't feel like being mad. It was like, so. It was so like the reports coming out were so bad that my my family would usually go see it on Christmas, and I was like, no, I think okay, y'all can correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't Knives Out also out? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I told my family yes. I was like, let's go see Knives Out instead. Mm-hmm. And we yeah. did, and we had a blast. And then later in the holiday season, I was like, "Let's go see, let's go see Rise of Skywalker." You know, just see what's up, because like maybe it's like Last Jedi, and I'll actually like it. And then we watch it, and I'm like stunned by how <laughs> I yes. was, and I was really sad. Like I, I was angry after the movie. After we left the movie, yeah. and my family was like, "Then why'd you make us pay fifty bucks to see?" I was like, "I don't know." <laughs> um, but <laughs> I was mad. I was like, "This is yeah. just spitting in the face of everything I enjoyed about yeah. the other two. It's and, angering. 
and he had so i mean ryan johnson set him up to do something really great Mm. and instead he did something awful and Mm -hmm. it just makes me really sad um it had a lot of potential that was just totally dropped (laughs) um and Mm -hmm. the the whole i'm ray ray skywalker at the end is like don't even say that (laughs) i I, I, I don't want to hear those words she said it in i literally in the theater like scoffed out loud like an old woman (laughs) (laughs) i will say the movie theater experience for this was so funny in my opinion because like same we all went into it with like kind of like oh like maybe i'll enjoy it you know um yeah yeah. The more that things happened in the movie, the silence, the air in the room just, like, mm. disappeared. Like, just, I, it's gone. I have never heard so many exclamations of, huh? <laughs> in my life than watching this movie in theaters and watching Doctor Strange in theaters. Yeah. Like, those are the two, like, <laughs> moments I feel like I've been in the most confused audiences in my entire life. I remember I saw this movie and then I booked in advance before having seen it um i had gone ahead and booked in advance my um usual tradition except for this past year r.i.p movie theaters um of like i just will spend a whole day in the movie theater for christmas Mm -hmm. um and so like i watched this movie before christmas and went ahead and bought a ticket for christmas day um and so i watched it hated it by the time christmas day came around I was like, there's no way of seeing that. So instead, I replaced it with Uncut Gems. And honestly, mm-hmm. what a great decision on my part. It was mm-hmm. a good decision Had a much on better part. Time. I agree. Yes. I just... Oh, I just hated it. <laughs> I have I've made my peace a little bit. It stings a little bit less now. Yeah. But at the time, it, it was less, genuinely, but, yeah. like, I was depressed. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm just... I was, like, actually viciously angry. Like... <laughs> at because there's nothing more angering it's almost like when you ex- anticipate like bad and it's bad you're like all right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. fine but like when something just disappoints you to your core and you yeah. know what could have been like that's yeah. where there have been two movies that have made me angry in that specific way um and the other one was suicide squad yeah mm. As Jenny Nicholson said, the worst thing that a movie can make you do is make you feel bad for liking it in the first place. So, Aww. yeah. yeah. That, that is, that's what Rise of Skywalker was. Yeah. I had such hopes. <laughs> dashed. Absolutely dashed. There we okay. go. Okay. So now we're, a little, now we're a little more free form. Okay. Um, yes. Over here. Um, I would say Rogue One. Let's move there, probably. Okay. Um, yeah, spin off. So Rogue One and then Solo. So for me, Rogue One is a sometimes capitalism good. I actually really like that movie. I agree. Hmm. I am I sorry. like Rogue I One. I really don't like Rogue One. <laughs> oh, interesting. Um, Rogue One for me, I hated first watch. Uh-huh. Loved upon rewatch. Mm-hmm. You know, I everyone says that says that maybe I just need to give it another chance. Have you done a rewatch? Uh, I've done two rewatches since it came okay. out in theaters, and okay. I. I mean, the first time I watched it, I was like, yeah, that, that was, like, a fun movie. But honestly, okay. the more I rewatched it, I was like, this doesn't feel like a functioning mm. movie sometimes. Did you do rewatches before or after? Um, um, so I haven't that. done one recently. But uh, okay. not, so, like, all <laughs> of them were if, before like, my... Rise of Skywalker and stuff like that. Yeah, so. I don't know if, like, the thing that happens in people's brains 
is that they're like, well, I've experienced the worst. <laughs> so like now this so is like better retroactively um, this is good <laughs> right it's like it's wild because it's like i yeah i i watched it the first time and i was like this just really felt it was like flat mm-hmm. you know like i didn't hate it or love it i feel like i just was like oh okay that's a movie mm-hmm. but upon rewatch i realized i really freaking love those characters mm-hmm. i i do like, love the characters i will say like the one yeah. thing about rogue one i love are like the characters um yeah but f- i just feel like structurally the movie isn't sound sometimes and then also for me like the number one thing that i dislike about this movie is the darth vader scene um mm. just because a fair i feel like it just steps on the themes of the rest of the movie to just like yeah. have a scene where we're like oh darth vader is killing people that's so cool um yeah mm-hmm. And I'm just, like, that's kind of, like, Star Wars at its worst for me is, like, when it's just kind of, like, referencing itself in a way that feels masturbatory. Um, But, I mean, I I think the rest of the movie, I could argue, like, people can make justifications for them. And, like, they're, like, it's a loved movie retroactively. A lot of people really like it. So I'm willing to go higher for this. So, uh, Even though it's not my personal favorite. Do we feel like it's a Glup Shadow movie? 100 percent. it's a club shit yeah. <laughs> especially because like even with the themes of it it's a very club sh- it's the gluppiest yeah so, like, it's like it's literally like the crawl of a new hope into a movie yeah. so <laughs> yeah. that's, a, that's a very good description <laughs> yeah yep. you just <laughs> absolutely oh, incredible um, um yes, if y'all so see I'm any chaos that. over here just ignore it i'm dealing with it's all good yeah <laughs> um anyway okay a so next up i believe is um the one with the tier named after it, baby. Yes. Solo, a <laughs> Which, Star Wars story. Are we going to have a debate about this? Um, is this not... Not a debate, because okay. I do believe, like, wherever you're putting it right now is where it belongs. <laughs> um, uh-huh. But my argument is I have a lot of sentimental feelings for this movie because this was, like, when Star Wars, like, nobody cared about this movie. And mm-hmm. yeah. I, 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 well, before I was a critic, I was on Star Wars Stan Twitter. Um, okay. And, which <laughs> Don't is, say that either. It's just so funny. I'd rather you say film Twitter. Yeah, Star Wars Stan Twitter. No, very <laughs> specifically Star Wars Stan Twitter. I met okay. all my friends. We were all, like, oh. fin pose um, right. after Love The it. Force Awakens. And uh, all my friends that I have now, we all met there. We all just, like... <laughs> basically like when solo came out nobody cared about star wars anymore (laughs) it was like it was like yeah like it was like after the last jedi so people were arguing their shit about Mm -hmm. that like nonstop. it also Um, just had just such bad production and press around it yeah yes i mean that movie was doomed before i walked into the theater yeah nobody was excited for it at all but my friends and i made a joke that it was a kickstarter film of ours um (laughs) And our personality for the next, like, three months was, like, promoting Star Wars, a, star- a solo Star Wars story. We called, themself- <laughs> we called ourselves the Alden Angels. Um, so it was so much. funny. No. We, made, we made this, like, fake movement called, like, Solo for Solo, which is, like, go see st- Solo once <laughs> so that it could get a good box office. <laughs> it's um, so much. I love uh, it. So I, uh, and it, it I, when I watch it, I... I don't know if it's just my sentimental feelings for it, but, like, I'm charmed by it. Like, it's so mm. stupid. It's Star Wars at its, like, most, like, glub shit Like, 
Like, it, it is it is so That's stupid. It is such so... a non-consequential movie. Yeah. But I'm weirdly charmed by it. Like, I just, I actually really do like Alden's performance as Han, too. So, it, like, I that just helps. believe, I believe that everything good about that movie was the work of Lord and Miller. And that yeah. everything bad about that movie was everything else. There are so and... many moments in that movie where you can tell that Lord and Miller set up a joke. And then it yeah. got cut. <laughs> It took the serious route. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes. It's the epitome yeah. of like someone like when you like make a joke like to your mom and she turns it into like a life lesson. And that was like Ron <laughs> Howard coming into this movie. Like all Ronnie was like, "I don't get the joke. We're gonna mm-hmm. make it sad." <laughs> you are one hundred percent correct. Um, I just can't. It belongs that. where it belongs. Is what I'm saying. Yes. Like I'm just, I'm just saying. Like I personally, okay. I really like, thought you were gonna argue for it to be like much higher, and I was like, I don't think I can allow that. Like, oh no way! Just, I'm sorry. Like yeah. if we're I not get, gonna... I get why yeah. people don't like it. I just like it it's is... my trash. I love it. I'm, yeah, I'm like yes. a raccoon. That's fair. Okay, that's how I feel about Attack of the Clothes. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, I get it, but like I love yeah. it. Um, when I left movie, the theater almost... for Solo, I was like, oh, dumb and bad. Yeah. <laughs> I think I should, like, revisit my ranking because as much as I do believe that Solo is, like, just not good, it didn't make me angry, like, I just, I don't know how to I was pissed that I spent money Because I anticipated. I mean, I anticipated it was not going to be good. So, like, nothing was disappointing. Mm -hmm. It's like what I was saying earlier was, like, I I knew what I was getting myself into. Mm -hmm. And it just was exactly that. Mm -hmm. So... That's fine, I guess. Woody Harrelson, <laughs> Space yeah. Cowboy. It's my um, uh, my little Kickstarter movie. I do so. love Woody Harrelson so much, and um, he was a good. Part. It did, I it did the thing that I hate the most in any movie, TV show, whatever. Okay, which is to not put a queer storyline in the movie, but to talk about it in interviews afterwards. Yeah. Like, that mm-hmm. is my least favorite thing, looking at you, J.K. Rowling. Like, I cannot deal with this, like, Lando is Pan post-movie interview talk yeah. with absolutely, like, no, nothing else but except he... for, like, a hint of, like, a robot. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, can't, I can't do that. But he's, like, having sex with the sexy robot. Phoebe right. Waller Bridge voices. <laughs> so right. I just like uh, I can't. Look, um, it's it's stupid as fuck. It's so bad. It's so bad. And then like Darth Maul, what is that? Also, I just That was don't... weird. They haven't followed through on it yet. There's like right. literally not a single thing in the extended <laughs> universe that It's like everybody is pretending like can you all forget that we made this? And I'm like no I will not let you forget. Like yeah. you must live your consequences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. You want to okay. move on? Yes. Let's move on. So um now we're on to non-movies. So we're on to TV and such um and so I think we should start well okay. I'd like to start with the holiday special. Okay. The old one. Because the holidays did just pass. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Merry uh, Christmas, Saul. I love that George Lucas has tried to erase this. It makes me want to spite him. <laughs> so, fun fact about this one is that it is actually the second Star Wars film to ever come out. Ooh. Um, 
So, yeah. This like is... I said, I, don't, I have nothing else to contribute. The entire... <laughs> um, this is where my dad was like, no, we're not watching these. I used to watch this as, like, a stream tradition with my Star Wars friends. Oh, um, and it, uh, it, it, it hurts my brain, frankly. Uh, I'm not going to argue that it's good, but I am going to argue that I fucking love it because it's so stupid. <laughs> um, incredible. But it's very interesting that, th- like, this was the second piece of Star Wars media to ever come out. Um because basically when A New Hope came out, that was, like, a huge surprise. Nobody thought the movie was going to do well. And then it became, like, a, a, a merchandising, like, sensation. Right. And so they did the holiday special. Uh, they clearly did not, like, map out what the universe was <laughs> at that time. So it is it is what it is. Um, I think that we could put it in unintelligible shrieking. <laughs> Oh, the first one in that category. Congrats yeah. to it. Yeah, I love that for her. Um, I mean, it's complete nonsense. That's what it is, you know, so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Just a lot of unintelligible yes. shrinky, shrieking in space. We should all be so lucky, you know? Lumpy lumpy, <laughs> and lumpy shrieks. Doing. Chewbacca's little son, he shrieks. So. Oh, my gosh. Incredible. Yeah. Okay, I'm so. so much. So next is a, um, a thing that, well, I guess let's go to the Lego Star Wars holiday special. Um, mm-hmm. that Lewin suggested that we put on here. Um, I have not seen it, but I would love to hear your argument for where it ought to go. Um, I would put it on maybe Glupshido, or it's at least better than the prequels, because this definitely feels corporate. Um, it is uh-huh. very much like Disney trying to take the narrative that, because the sequels don't have the best reputation right now so this is them taking the sequel characters and sort of like twisting like an alternate like what if that the movies kind of don't ever grasp at um but there's a lot of potential that is realized in this and it actually is very sweet um if the rise of skywalker has burned you there's a lot of things that like this special does that like will make you feel like at least it's being acknowledged in some way. In mm-hmm. some way, it's cynical, and in some ways, it's, like, it's heartwarming, you know? Um, yeah. So I think this... I mean, Jedi Finn, for example, that's something that the movie never touched on, oh but gosh. it's here in the holiday special, and it's, oh like... It sucks that it's in the holiday special, but, like, yeah. it's also, like, I'm, I'm happy that it's here, you know? I don't know. Exactly. I love that. Which is... Yeah, it gives me complicated feelings about Star Wars in general, but... Happy that's, to put <laughs> it in Glup Shido. I, um, I, it's prime glup shit out. It's like 100%. <laughs> yeah. I love it's that. Obvious. Okay. Um, where are we going to go from? Um, I, holiday specials. I think next we should go to, um, something that is somewhat legendary, but isn't talked about nearly as much as I feel that it should be. Um, and that's the Caravan of Cur- Courage and Ewok Adventure. <laughs> um, this is like capitalism at its finest but in a really bad way um, but like not successful <laughs> um, I am obsessed with the fact that these movies exist yes there were more than one um, and I just I feel like it might be unintelligible shrieking I love that we're ranking these goofy things over um, Solo and Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> As they should be. Um, that'll teach them. 
But yeah, uh, I've seen clips of it, and I think it's hysterical. Has anybody seen the whole thing? I have not, and I, I feel like not. this is a blind side to me as a Star Wars fan that I need to correct one day. <laughs> yes, please do. Yeah. I'd be happy to hear. <laughs> Let's bring it into the off. forefront, frankly. <laughs> Film Twitter all should be talking about this. this. Yeah. Yeah, all that I can add to this is that I had a stuffed Ewok as a child. Because, <gasps> like, why not? I mean, you know, they are cute. I love everything that is the super capitalistic stuff that Disney adds to Star Wars, or that just ends yeah. up being a big part of Star Wars. Like the Ewoks, I loved Porgs. I have a stuffed Porg. Oh. Porgs um, are my favorite. I have a They baby just take Porg. advantage. They just keep making things that would be great stuffed animals. I love them <laughs> so much. That's how they do it. I love I just Porgs. Meanwhile, I'm just waiting for the little, like, titty beast that <laughs> milks. That's all I... <laughs> There are toys of her. You can you can get you can get toys. I want of her. a life size. I want to be able to snuggle up in that. <laughs> yeah. You know, that that's valid. Uh, yeah. Okay, so, so I unintelligible think... shrieking, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Um would would also be my um dang it for a second. Um, okay. Yeah, I would say it's unintelligible shrieking for sure. Mm-hmm. Um all right, and then we're gonna move forward to, uh, let's say the Clone Wars, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, so, have any of you guys uh, seen the Clone Wars? Or I have watched a little no, bit of it. Again, it's blasphemous in my family. <laughs> oh, oh, that that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah, my brother loves the Clone Wars, so we've watched it together a little bit. I I dig it. I think it's cool. Um. But I have not I've watched great it in things. Full. It's it's great Anakin content, that is for sure. Yeah. I really, really love the Clone Wars, and I think it is it's probably not top tier. It's probably not as good as Last Jedi or whatever. But mm-hmm. it is one of the things that if you're a Star Wars fan who only likes the films and stuff, it is like one of the rare mm-hmm. extended universe stuff that you should invest time in. This uh, is what I hear. It makes the prequels so much better than what they are. Like <laughs> I think a lot of people are surprised when I do vouch for Attack of the Clones so much. Yeah. And, and you've and never I've seen never the Clone, seen Clone Wars. I'm like, nope, that's just my opinion. Basically, on the, movie the Clone of Wars <laughs> takes Attack of the Clones and actually makes something that makes sense out of it. Right, um, listen, the movie <laughs> Attack of the Clones itself is good with without the Clone Wars. um but no there's i i think you should check this out because uh one you said padme you've remarked that like padme's characterization really took a dump she's Mm -hmm. perfect in this show her her episodes are like some of the best characterization of her ever um you get characters like ahsoka who is Mm -hmm. one of Mm -hmm. one of my favorite star wars characters ever and a lot of people are being introduced to her now um because of the mandalorian but Mm-hmm. You know, she goes through such a beautiful arc in the show. Uh, I said earlier, one of my favorite things about Star Wars is that, like, every single person has an action figure or, like, a name and a backstory. And, like, Clone Wars is a prime example of that. Like, there are whole yes. episodes where it's just some, like, weird alien thing. And, like, mm-hmm. that's the whole episode, you know? Um, and it's, like, stupid, but it's also, like, it's Star Wars at its best. You know, like, this is what Star Wars yes. is. In an I hundred percent take your word for it because yeah. I've heard I've heard that from anyone. So, so maybe yes. sometimes capitalism is good. Is that bold to say? Yes, one hundred percent. I would say that. Okay, 
Okay, so um, next up, I say we go to The Mandalorian. Um, okay. The Mandalorian, to me, is, like, really, really up there. Like, mm-hmm. I would say capitalism good at least. Um, mm-hmm. I don't want to be blasphemous, um, but it is... I mean, it's John Fra- John Favreau is very good at doing the formulaic Disney, Marvel... Yeah. Whatever. Um, just doing exactly what they ask him to do. And um, <laughs> it works here. I really love The Mandalorian. Um, obviously, I would kill for baby yoda if you ask me to uh, uh, yodito i mean my son he's so incredible just incredible why what, what is there not to love about baby yoda um i mean sure you can argue that he is extremely capitalist like that's the only reason he exists but also oh my gosh yeah Werner herzog like arguing for him to be a puppet <laughs> and like loving him so much is one of my favorite things ever um yeah it's so good. I love The Mandalorian. So. so I don't know if it was just my expectations for The Mandalorian or something, like, before it even started. But, like, the, I've had such a rocky relationship with the show. Sometimes I really love it, and it's, like, the highest highs. And then sometimes I really hate it um, mm-hmm. when it's on its fourth filler episode of the season. <laughs> uh, uh, of an eight-episode season the things we love that can show. hurt us the most, you know? Yeah, yeah I, didn't, I didn't watch this the second season yet, I have to say. Um, uh-huh. due to it being an ex's show in mine, but um, I'm getting <laughs> to it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel ya. Yeah, but um, I liked the first season a lot. Yeah. Sarah, you haven't watched The Mandalorian? No, but I've seen enough of Baby Yoda to last a lifetime. <laughs> so. Wait, this is crazy that you haven't seen The Mandalorian. I, I'm telling you the way that... Okay, so there's, there's a couple layers to this in particular, which is that... I'm not a big TV show person anyway. Uh-huh. Like an like an episodic like show that I have to tune into like regularly is my worst nightmare. Um, mm-hmm. And also, like I said, like for some reason in my brain, I'm like, that's not really Star Wars. <laughs> Again, <laughs> gotta break my you dad. It's okay. We're working on we're working on reversing everything that mm-hmm. my father has ever told me in my entire life. So <laughs> this okay. just this is on the list. Well, okay. once you get to Mandalorian, uh, I will say I probably want to go glub shit over this personally uh-huh. mm. because my argument is while this show is really good sometimes it is still 100% reliant on like original trilogy references and season two really doubles down on that like uh. like it really is like oh like here we are on tattooing again or like <laughs> here, uh, here's like here's no a character reason. from the original trilogy again or something there, like yeah. that there were so many times watching the first season, I will say, that a character would pop up and a sting would play, and I'd be like, "Am I supposed to? Is that? Am I supposed to <laughs> yeah, know who this is?" Yeah, I supposed to know is? who that is. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I do, um, I do really agree with that, and yeah, Baby Yoda himself yeah. can go in the sometimes capitalism is good uh, <laughs> tier, but Mandalorian 100%. I think belongs in glove shit up. Um, yeah. Okay, so now we're moving on to other media that's not necessarily um, a movie or TV show. Um, and I'm having trouble with my weird Photoshop clone, so just ignore that. But um, so uh, Lewin asked that we put in uh, Jedi Fallen Order, mm-hmm. um, which I have not played, but I've heard great things about. Um, I think my brother has it uh, and mm-hmm. he really likes it. 
I but, uh, really yeah, recommend you check it out. It is, personally for me, one of my favorite things in the Disney Star Wars era. Um, mm-hmm. in, in fact, I would be willing to say, like, it's probably as good as The Last Jedi. Um, but that is a hot take, and so I'm willing to have leeway to put it in capitalism. But <laughs> this game is so good. It is the best Star Wars game to ever come out. It is, like, a, it is a story. It's a very contained story. Um, and it is, it kind of takes, like, the gameplay of, like, Dark Souls or something that's, like, it's, like, a really hard game, but, like, um, puts it in a more accessible level, but it's mainly about the aftermath of Order 66, um, and the main character is, uh, a survivor of Order 66 and has to, like, go on this mission to find a holocron that has, like, all of the potential Jedi in the galaxy, all the Force sensitives, you know? Um, and basically it's a very great, it's a very great game about the cost of war and like what, what war does to the psyche, what war does and like give a bunch of people collective, like shared trauma. Um, and it's about finding family despite that. And I think like those are very essential messages to Star Wars that I think like it, I could argue like this is one of the Disney projects that has understood star wars the most and um another thing that i really love about it is that it takes a bunch of different gameplay mechanics from a bunch of different games that like are popular and like from a games criticism piece like i'm like that's exactly what the original star wars was it's like an amalgamation of all these like tropes and like puts it together and creates something completely new out of it which i think is very beautiful and like in that's that awesome. way, it's quintessential Star Wars. I'll take your word for it. I mean, I'm down for it to be in capitalism. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I I wish that I was more, like, story-based video game focused. I just play, like, mm-hmm. Fortnite and um, Animal Crossing New Horizons. So. I also play Fortnite. We should play Fortnite sometime. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. I'm, I, I've gotten very good at it during the pandemic. That and <laughs> Yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, so I'm down to put that in capitalism. That's a great pitch, so if anybody has been thinking about it, definitely check that game out. Um, My favorite Star Wars video game happens to have been um, Lego Star Wars on the Nintendo Wii. Was an absolute... It was a bop and a half. So much fun. Um, I loved loved unlocking all the little characters. Um, Honestly, it conveys the story just as well as anything else in Star Wars ever has. Um, Mm -hmm. And I love it. And I love things that laugh at themselves. And Star Wars, Lego Star Wars, (laughs) it was on plenty of consoles. But it did that. (laughs) I loved it. I I just remembered just the second that I did play a Star Wars video video game when I was a small child. And I've been trying to look up what it was. I have no idea whatsoever. (laughs) Like, it was a very, very old game. And all it was, was, like, Luke running with his little lightsaber, and he'd have to jump. <laughs> Ooh, you probably played Super Star Wars. Great. Mm-hmm. And there was, like, always, like, this, like, like just every once in a while in the game, just an echo of Obi-Wan going, use the Force, Luke. Yeah. And then you'd go, okay, I don't know. It's, <laughs> a, hard, it's a hard game. It's very it's hard a, to play. Fine. So I realized just now I, I have had a, a Star Wars experience outside of the movies, so... <laughs> Am I the only one who played the Lego Star Wars games? Oh, no. I, I love Lego Star Wars. I, uh, Amazing. That was my childhood game. I had it on the DS. Um, I also... I had... So... 
I had Lego Indiana Jones on the DS. Yeah, it was like the shitty version of it. Um, But I still loved it, and it was honestly like, I, while I grew up with Star Wars, I watched the movies as a kid, did not know like what was going on. They were just like pretty images to me. Mm -hmm. Um, So, also as a kid, I had that. And so I feel like, in a way, I learned a lot about Star Wars just through playing those games. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, I learned like what the story was from these Lego games in a weird way. Um, I love them. I think. There's the new one, Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga. It's supposed to come out, like, this year. But it, yes. it was slated for last year. I feel like if it came out last year, last year would have came, like, would have been so different. We would have had world peace. We would have had <laughs> many we issues had in our life terrorists. we would not have if no, Lego Star No Wars terrorist attacks. Yeah. No, no pandemic. <laughs> we would not, yeah, our life would be so much different. Right, um, yeah. It's like that meme of the world if... <laughs> yeah, society if yeah, Lego society if like Star Wars came out. Um, yeah, so I want to put it either Glup Shadow or sometimes Capitalism Good. I'm gonna go Capitalism Good. Okay. Yes, and yeah. also Fallen Order is up there, but yeah. I am having trouble. Okay. Um, so now I wanted to include. Uh, I don't know if you guys have been to these. Uh, I have been to Galaxy's Edge and I've ridden Star Tours. Uh, mm-hmm. And so I wanted to put them both on here because I have thoughts with a capital T. I uh, grew up in Anaheim, so I was a huge Disney. Okay, fan. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I uh, and I actually, so I got to go to Galaxy's Edge a lot the month that it actually opened mm-hmm. because I had a pass and like uh, oh my, my pass was expiring. So like, I, uh, and I was about to move to San Francisco where oh I am gosh. right now. So I went seven times that month. Amazing. Um, yeah, there are many pictures of me, like, of many Snapchat stories that I have, like, saved. Uh, it's literally just, like, me and my friends partying up there every weekend. That is um, so fun. I, it, was the, it was the peak of my life. It, it really <laughs> was. Um, it's all downhill from there. Looking back but, now. <laughs> I, uh, so are we going to do Star Tours or Galaxy's Edge first? Um, let's do Galaxy's Edge first. I, when I went, I just got to go for a day. It was mm-hmm. um, shortly before everything went to hell. Um, I went and was was just there. We like got the day off law school, and a couple of me and my friends went. And so, um, yeah, I kind of rushed through. I did not get to ride Rise of the Resistance, um, but I thought mm-hmm. it was really cool. Blue milk, fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, the it is a little weird to have like the neo-nazis of the story just march through uh everyone's smile but i think it's cool that you have like you know rays hanging out with little girls and like you know it feels very adventure focused and the merch is cool so uh yeah i it's either glove shadow or uh, i don't know yeah uh what do you think i i would go maybe glove shadow um, mm-hmm. I loved Galaxy's Edge. It's, like, one of my favorite experiences was literally just, like, going there every week. But my favorite thing about it is not the park itself, because I feel like as a as a land, it's a little bit half-baked sometimes. That's how um, I feel, yeah. Yeah, the food, not really great. Like, the, <laughs> um, they that's try the to do... people are there. Sorry, what'd you say? I said, but that's the only reason people go to yeah. things. <laughs> you think. Yeah. You'd think, but, um, so, yeah, they tried to do the butterbeer thing with the blue milk. 
definitely not as good as Butterbeer. No. <laughs> like, uh, um, like, the ride, like, when Galaxy's Edge first opened, the Rise of the Resistance ride, which is, like, the big expensive one that you want to go to, was not mm-hmm. open. Um, because it was so high budget, they wanted to, like, wait until it was finished and polished. So I never got to ride that. Yeah. The rollout system was, like, very weird. Um, but the redeeming thing about Rise of the Resistance for me is so quintessentially glup shit <laughs> Um, I love Galaxy's Edge because it is so committed on, like, making, like, this is a corner of the Star Wars universe. And, like, mm-hmm. it's canon for some reason. Yes! Like, oh, like... my gosh! I saw this when I was doing the research on properties to put in the tier list. Then, like, they made a whole little thing to make it canon yeah they made books they made comic series there's like a game that you can play like a vr game that you can play that's canon um every single part of galaxy's edge is canon and has a story and actually my favorite thing about it is like there was an app that came out when you played uh when you went to galaxy's edge uh there's like a whole role-playing system that you could opt into if you want to um, and it has so much lore that, and like, it, like, it's basically like an open world video game, except like it's in real life. And so like, you can go around the park and like collect like data and like read up on characters and like talk to characters and like be like role play as a resistance or like a, that's my favorite part, but it's also just so glup shit out. It is like so <laughs> stupid. You have to be, you have to be way in like Star Wars pilled to like get to like enjoy that, you know? Well, yeah, because like I was there and I was doing one day at the park, which many people do. Uh, and I was like, yeah, there's no way I can do the whole like role playing thing and spend time anywhere but Star Wars yeah. <laughs> Galaxy's Edge. And I was yeah. like, okay, that's that is certainly a choice. I hope that when <laughs> the pandemic is over, that it becomes a lot more like, um, I don't know. Like, it develops as they would have liked it to now. Um, But, yeah. I mean, I'm excited to go and, like, actually just focus on it. um, Yeah. For sure. There's some really cool stuff there. I will say, like, the ability to, like, soak in all of that, well, there's the rest of Disneyland. That is definitely a privilege. And (laughs) um, it was only because I grew up in Anaheim. And Anaheim's a cult where everybody has a Disney pass. So Yeah. I love that. (laughs) But it's just, like, part of property taxes. Yeah, it just basically is, yeah. <laughs> Incredible. Okay, so last but not least is um, Star Tours. A dear friend has been around for a long time mm-hmm. um, that got updated for every movie, I think. Um, yeah. I really dig Star Tours. It's so fun. Um, I used to write it, like, ten times when I would go to MGM. Uh, back when it was MGM. Uh, really just a blast. I know it's a screen ride, which is a mm-hmm. little lame. But, um, yeah, but... It's definitely I, uh... better than the prequels. Um... <laughs> yeah. I I would say maybe... like It's a little bit underwhelming as a Disney ride because it is a screen. Mm-hmm. But I love... I have so much nostalgia love for it. Like, it is something mm-hmm. you can just, like, go on and walk on because not a lot of people are always writing it. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, So the original one, because there's two versions of this ride, because mm-hmm. they did, like, the update. Like, there's, like, the original one that was just one path and it was just, like, Rex. That was canon at the time, which was really right. funny. It's not canon anymore. Um, and now <laughs> Star Tours is, like, 
absolutely not canon at all because it's just like it just defies time and space right um but uh i i love it it's such a such a quirky little thing i love the one thing that i would die for is like a star tours jacket that the employees would wear um Mm -hmm. they had these like little windbreakers as their uniform it was so cute back then uh you can't find them anymore um i love star tours so yeah i would just put it it's not like the mind-blowing thing but it's it's cool (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. i i think i think and i mean it's kind of primo glup just because they would literally use it as a promo tool which is so goofy what a niche weird way to promote your upcoming star wars movie all the disney adults are gonna get to see on star tours (laughs) on star tours (laughs) you're gonna see your little preview what we got coming up (laughs) no (laughs) i will say glup shido is a good tier for this because there's a part where like when they kept updating the ride uh, mm-hmm. I I was so excited for like Poe content, and after the Force Awakens, there was like no Poe content. Uh, right. But when Last Jedi came out, they added Poe to the ride, and when I went, it was like the most exciting thing I've ever experienced. I was like, That's "Oh, amazing. Oscar Isaac is here!" <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Which is all you ever want. I all I ever that. want. Yeah. Fair, honestly. Yeah. That's and I've never been I've never been the Rebel spy, so I am a little bitter. But yeah, it's fine. Me neither. <laughs> it's mostly kids now. <laughs> good for them honestly good for them yeah <laughs> all right we have definitively like s- we've sorted star wars we've sorted all of star wars the entire universe <laughs> every there's single so much thing. more there's so much more, it only yeah. took us an hour and a half god bless to everyone who's still here <laughs> um we love it Oh my gosh, what a beautiful list. Yes. Um, if any of you want to see it um, more up close, we'll post it everywhere. We'll put it on Twitter and yeah. Instagram and Patreon and all of the things so you can criticize us on social media. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we love it. And not just yell at us while listening to, to this podcast in your ears. Mm-hmm. God bless. Um, we are going to end the episode with a really quick BuzzFeed quiz. Um, and we're all going to find out um who our jedi master is going to be based on our personalities i'm so Um, excited by this so yes yes, if you guys just want to join the little link um we will each take this buzzfeed quiz for ourselves um oh it's starting it'll be so fun Uh, yep um okay so what planet are you from um and if we just want to like just tell each other just for time's sake, which one okay. we end up choosing. Okay. I um, I am gonna go Alderon. I have a Remember Alderon mm. patch on my um dumb oh jacket. Incredible. And, you know I love Leia, so. Yes, I'm choosing Naboo because like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, beautiful. I was also gonna go Alderon, but for the sake of us getting different results, I want to. Uh. S- I want to go Tatooine, maybe. I have, like, Classic. I have the same relationship Classic. Luke has with Tatooine in his hometown, for sure. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Um, okay. <laughs> what is the color of your lightsaber? Um, I'm upset because there is not a purple option, and I'm <gasps> yeah. mad. I am I'm mad. mad. I have some things I'd like to speak to BuzzFeed about. Black. There is only one black saber in, the, in, in existence. It is the dark saber, and that's it. <laughs> Huh. I was gonna choose that, but I did not even know what that. You know, meant. I'm gonna go piss yellow, just like Ray. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> just like Ray. <laughs> so much. I'm going red because, like, if I can't have purple, then I'm just. You know, go... <laughs> green. Green's my favorite color. I'm gonna go green. Love it. 
Are okay. Are you trading for the dark side? Question mark. That's a, this is a great question because I feel like this is very reminiscent of right now. There's like a meme on Twitter where they're like, did you storm the U.S. Capitol? You can tell me. <laughs> like, and they're just asking people straight up, like, were you there? It's because they would definitely like rat themselves out. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I'm not training at all. I'm in the rebellion. Mm. I was going to choose that, too. I was going to choose I'm in the Rebellion. Yeah, I, think I mean, we could have similar I'm going to say answers. I haven't yeah. decided. I'll I'll keep role-playing as Rey here because mm. she is one of my favorite characters <laughs> of all time. I love that there's no, yes, both. Both. <laughs> <laughs> Double does that mean? Okay, are you looking for love? Pardon? Oh, my gosh. I have forbidden love. That's just... I know uh, this. I love that it's what is love truly. This is a loaded question. I really Jeez. think the answer I've had loves in the past is really funny. So I'm gonna choose that. <laughs> this is very I mean, funny. that's pure Han. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna say love finds me because I keep trying to stay out of relationships and they keep you do and it keeps finding you. But what if like I like, but like I, uh, <laughs> the cheesy answer for me is like, but I already have it. So do I yeah. have to look for it? <laughs> <laughs> like, ew. So, um... Just quote the, I'm gonna... Yeah, quote the... Should I just say that I have forbidden love because there are, like, people in this world who are against my relationship? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Great. That's just... Um, it's the incest answer, but cool. Oh, it's... I'm not... Just so I'm kidding. Knows. I think it's the Anakin Padme answer. Just so everyone knows I'm not dating anyone I'm related to. <laughs> Okay, uh, so what's your favorite was. Star Wars movie? <laughs> Moving on. Attack of the Clones, bitch. <laughs> why does Attack of the Clones have I... an asterisk beside it? Why is Why is the Last Jedi not on here, and the Rise of Skywalker is? Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> why? <laughs> Interesting selection of movies here. I guess uh, I'm gonna say no. First they really can. they were very specific in their choices. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I I mean I they don't have I don't know Empire what to do there because Empire Stri- I know I was like Empire Strikes Back is it here which means I have to choose Attack of the Clones. Oh, my oh God. I'm going a New Hope. I'm just really happy like that. I'm happy for you. I love it for you that there's something that you're willing to like die on a hill on. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Who are we meeting at the cantina? Um, I know uh, what Lewin's gonna say. Uh, uh, we all know. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I'm gonna go girl boss Ray. <laughs> um I don't wanna meet any of these people. Um <laughs> I well I would wanna meet Poe, but I would like to not like encroach on that like, you know, love story there. <laughs> like I will like stay over here. Thank you. Um yes, of course. I, I'll I'll hang with Chewie for a bit. That sounds That's fun. That's fun. Yeah. Okay. How do you beat um, your opponents? Jedi mind tricks. <laughs> this is incredible. Lightsaber dual blaster comebacks. <gasps> Hitting them with your ship. Just the whole on... maneuver. I love it. <laughs> I love that so much. I love hitting them with your ship. Um, I'm going um, with a with a nice good comeback. That's yeah. how I like to solve my battles. <laughs> I want a Laura Dern moment. I still can't remember her character's name. Admiral I, uh, Holdo. Admiral Holdo. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with a blaster shot to the foot. That's fun. <laughs> okay. Okay. Alright. I'm scared. What did we get? I'm so excited. <gasps> <gasps> wow. Ah! 
Okay. Wow. Sarah got redemption for her no purple saber. I got uh, redemption. Saber. Guys, this is the this is like quite honestly the only answer I would have been okay with. <laughs> I am very happy with uh You both mine got and you're both being answer. trained by the same you both have the same uh I don't know. I almost said I almost said you both have the same big. <laughs> never I've never been in a sorority in my life. We both got Leia Skywalker, which is yes. interesting is that they say Leia Skywalker. Skywalker. She yes. definitely identifies as an Argana more. Yeah. But... So, is your so what does your um description say? Uh, uh, it she... says. Oh, sorry. Do you want her? Oh either? no, you go ahead. Okay. Uh, she will be strict occasionally, which will help teach you discipline, and she will help you learn how to create nearly flawless battle strategies. <laughs> nearly flawless. Um, um, I don't know if the sequel trilogy it... really. That. That's okay. So I, got Mace, I got Mace Windu, and it says he will teach you to channel your rage and fury into positive energy, which will help you in battle. Honestly, I love Samuel I L. The only thing I've ever wanted is for Mace Windu to be my Jedi Master and to have a purple lightsaber. So. You know what? It's only fitting for your Attack of the Clones standing that you That is a very good yeah. point. <laughs> yeah. Also, everybody wants Mace Windu to come back. You know, why don't they just do it? Why don't they just do it, cowards? Yeah. He didn't, he didn't like, he died in a Star Wars way. That's not really dying, He you did, know? you're right. Exactly. Star Wars way. <laughs> yep. Well, God bless. I'm so glad we know this about us now. You guys are gonna go <laughs> into training soon with our good pal Leia. I would yeah. rather do that than anything I've been doing recently, I gotta say. <laughs> That's a fair, fair point. I love that. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Yes, thank oh you my guys. gosh. It has been Plug your so stuff. fun. Yes, uh, where can people find you? Okay, yeah, uh, you can find me at, uh, my handle is Tyler, Tyler Tang on Twitter. Um, yes. You can also find me editing for Film Cred. <laughs> and you know what? If you want to pitch us, like, pitch us. That That is 100% what we are for. You I can pitch anything us. to us. We will give you feedback no matter what. Even if you aren't accepted into, like, like publishing to the site, we will 100% work with that. you. That's That's what we're for. Can um, I pitch uh, something about Attack of the Clones being the most underrated Star Wars film? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you so probably funny. would have to like work on that so that it's a different mm. angle, Got like it. you know, because it's a very it's a very simplistic like opinion piece. Mm, that's but fair. that's fair. <laughs> if you wanted to write about Attack of the Clones on it in that way, you could just in general. <laughs> if, if, if you could, yeah. Love it. Well, like, if you wanted to make a case that Attack of the Clones is the definitive Star Wars film because it has these themes Mm. of this, you know? One could argue that a world in which there are Trump supporters is living in a world of (laughs) Of Attack Attack of the the Clones. Clones. So... (laughs) Yeah, that's a good angle for a piece. Like, what what does Attack of the Clones say about... About Trump. About the Trump. (laughs) Stay tuned. God bless. Well, look out for that. (laughs) That that definitely comes from a film Twitter generator. (laughs) Coming soon. Uh, I love that. Um, um, what, yeah. um, yeah, what movie, we, this is kind of how we finish all of our, um, episodes, however, we've had a very difficult time in the last year of mm-hmm. doing so, but what movie are you looking forward to the most right now? Ooh, um, I would say Dune, yeah. uh, 100%, yeah, been a, I've I feel been like waiting for the movie forever. <laughs> we've been saying, like, we've just been alternating the same five movies for, like, the past, <laughs> like, seven months yeah okay Dune I'm, is like, I'm looking forward to do and i'm looking forward to the french dispatch uh-huh malcolm uh, and marie yeah like we're just looking forward to the same things over and over again. you know i haven't i haven't seen minari yet 
and that was oh, very wonderful. I am very ready. Oh my yeah. goodness, I'm ready. I don't care if the Golden Globes are going to do what they usually do and <laughs> be awful, but yeah. it's fine. Um, yes, I'm I'm very excited. Um, God bless. Wow, thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you. you so much. Do you want to uh, say our, our outro and and get us out of here? It's, yeah, um, what's your outro? It's that's how the cinema rolls. It's a stupid joke that we made the first episode and we have never <laughs> been able to escape it. <laughs> well, I guess that's how the cinema rolls. Ooh. Oh, I love it. <laughs> oh, that was so good. We went a little long. I'm sorry for that. <laughs>